You're listening to Wet Shaving Talk, powered by Sharpologist.com, where we're dedicated to preserving the art and skill of classic shaving. I'm your host, Joe Borelli, and today is December 19th, 2022. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, first off, first, uh, sorry for the hiatus. I know I've been gone for about a month. It's been it's been actually a month since the last podcast. Uh, just a lot of things coming up, and I've been trying to get the show together. It's just with um, being a retail manager, especially in this year, it seems like this year has been one of the craziest years I've been in, involved in, especially with um, with with work because it's just we're coming out of the pandemic. And everybody's predicting we're going to go back to 2019 levels of everything, right? Levels of business, levels of people. And 2023 proved that wrong. The places are getting packed. Everybody's traveling. Everybody's doing what they, more so because they've been locked up for a few years, basically home and staying. So uh, it was very hard to predict. And every day, honestly, going to work has been, is, you never know what's going to happen, right? You never know. Uh, and, and usually in retail, if you're for all you retail uh, guys out there, retail managers, uh, retail workers, you never you, that really is the truth. You never really know what's going to happen until you get to work that day. You know, I always say to 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 my team, you know, you never know who's going to come in through that door. Just like that Pawn Stars, uh, you know, the Pawn Stars show that you see on, uh, I believe it's on A and E or whatever. You know, the guy who says you never know who's going to come in that door. Well, it's the same thing with retail. You never know what's going to happen, what day you're going to get into. So. Yeah, it's been it's been quite strenuous on me on my time mostly, uh, and uh, honestly my sleep because I've been working a lot of hours and you know and I usually record the cast about you know in, in between four thirty a.m. to to about six a.m. Uh, during the week when I can get some time and it's quiet and nobody's gonna you know, run around at you know calling me from work or or home or something like that. But uh, lately it's been been a little tired, so I've been going to sleep uh, and sleeping in a little bit more till my usual six o'clock instead of waking up at four thirty. So sorry for that guys. Uh, we should be back on the regular schedule now. Uh, this is the last week coming into the craziness, uh, for me. And then, uh, you know, I got two days of new year's and that's it. And then after that, it's uh, January in my industry is the slowest month of the year. So it's going to be a lot easier. Uh, so there goes the, there's the reasoning for the hiatus. So again, apologize for that. And most importantly, happy holidays all of the above because uh, this is usually not only is it a stressful time of the year it is also a very happy time of the year for a lot of people so hopefully you're all having a great holiday season uh doing all those fun things having all your holiday shaves your fall your winter shaving soaps now coming to the end of fall entering winter and really enjoying uh the season uh, so today on the show, I'd like to go over how to give the perfect wet shaving gift, the do's and don'ts on what to do for the wet shaver. Uh, also, vin- uh, vintage wet shaving holiday commercials and what they mean to me, and I think they mean to most wet shavers. And a little bit of my favorite Christmas soaps. So I'd, I'd like to talk to you about Christmas or, fall or winter scented soaps. I've got top three that I use every year and that I really feel is like it brings the season uh, to me. And I'll share them with you guys today as well. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. So giving the perfect wet shaving gift to the wet shaver is a lot more difficult than you may think, especially for your spouses. Now the guys listening, the guys and girls listening to this podcast right now, 
with your interest, you are not the ones that I'm really leaning towards. You know what to give the wet shaver. I'm going towards the newbies that are coming in or the significant others or, or spouses, friends that are listening to this cast right now and saying, oh, hey, how can I get a gift for my significant other or friend who is a wet shaver and I'm not a wet shaver? So this is very important on how to actually um, give the gift because I can tell you right now, being the recipient of gifts for wet shaving, there's a lot of stuff you get when people find out you're a wet shaver and they just don't know the story. So it's like kind of like the thought that always counts, but how many Welshy razors you're going to have, how many, you know, um, the Pawn Stars guys razor you're going to have or, or whatever, or how many Vanderhagen soaps you're going to have, you know, right? So... Here's a quick guide on how to get the best wet shaving gift for the wet shaver. Uh, first off, I like to, to let everybody know is to know a few things about the recipient's interest and ask yourselves a few questions. Do they like vintage or modern gear? Do they like synthetic or natural brushes? What vendors do they currently own? Have they mentioned anything they were looking to get? Now, let's really look at this. Do they like vintage or modern gear? The first thing you need to know is what your what the recipient likes, right? If you get, an example, myself, I'm into both modern and vintage. But if you get me a shave kit from Marshalls, right? You see it at Marshalls. Oh, wow, it looks beautiful as a brush and soap. Chances are I'm probably never going to use it or I'm going to give it away, right? Or I'm going to use it as a, as a piff or something like that. And, the, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just... It's not my style, right? It's not me. So understanding what that wet shaver likes. Now, do you see them use vintage Gillettes? Do you see, you know, do you go in the shit in there into the shave den or their closet and do you see vintage Gillette pictures everywhere? Do you see uh, Gillette Fat Boy? Identify what they have and understand, um, you know, where where to go from there, right? So once you understand what they like. Um, then you can look at what they already own, right? See what they own. And then listen to what, have they mentioned anything that they are looking for or not? Or, you know, have they mentioned like, yeah, I'm trying to get a fat boy or yeah, I'm trying to get a, yeah, I really want to get that, uh, that paladin brush. You know, I've been looking at that brush or something, you know, listen to what they're looking for. Take notes. Uh, what I like to do with, uh, when I buy gifts from my wife, which I hope she's not listening. So she knows my secret is I use notes, the notes app on my phone and I just put in the notes when she mentions stuff and I leave it in there. And then when I go shopping, I will go and check it off on the list there. It makes it a lot easier for me to understand and remember. So kind of understand what kind of a wet shaver that person is. Uh, and then moving on to what kind of a brush? So the brush is always like an item that people buy, right? For a gift. And they always get, I can be honest, something probably wrong, right? A lot of wet shavers, It's this is a personal hobby and this is stuff that they like. But there's always a wish list or something. So no, do they use synthetic or natural brushes? And the reason why I threw that in there is I think that's one of the biggest ones because I use natural brushes. And if I got a synthetic brush, I probably wouldn't use it as much. And, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to come across as like, a wet shaving snob right now. I'm just going, I'm just putting it all out there because uh, first off, if I get anything, I'm grateful to get it, right? I'm grateful to have anything given to me uh, in general or a gift at all. And I will definitely cherish it and hold on to it. But I'm talking about, and, and, and 
to be honest, most wet shavers feel that way, right? I'm, most of us out there listening to this, like if we received a wet shaving gift, we would be really happy to have it. Uh, but I'm just going for the perfect wet shaving gift. That's the whole reasoning for this. Uh, synthetic or natural brushes. So if you see that they use a badger brush or a boar brush uh, and, and primarily in their collection, don't really go to uh, you know, the wrong brush. Don't, don't get a synthetic brush, right? Because you see that, oh, he doesn't have a synthetic brush. Let me get it. He might, you know, that person might like or he or she might really like natural brushes and that's what they use. Chances are they've probably already tried synthetic. So know that question too. That's an important one because brushes are always a gift to give. And once you know that part, you can get a really nice shave brush, which I think is a great gift to get somebody uh, in general because that's something that I love getting as a gift. I love getting shave brushes as a gift. Uh, what vendors and artisans do they currently own would be the next question. Look through their collection. If you see a lot of Truefit and Hill or if you see a lot of uh, Phoenix Artists and Accoutrements, Barrister and Man Soaps in the collection, you know, uh, take a note of that and then kind of put that in your notes and then think about, you know, going on those sites and looking it up, right? Uh, look up to what they do, what they like, and get an, an idea of their interest, an idea on what their scent profile is. They might like sweeter scents. They might like smokier scents. They might like more traditional sandalwood scents. You know, one thing is uh, a great one is sandalwood soap is a great scent. A lot of people like it, and there's different ones out there. You know, you can't really go wrong with a sandalwood scented soap or, or cream. Uh, and also know what if they like creams or soaps. I'd say in that area, I didn't put that in the guide. In, the, in, these, in this list because I think you, can, you can't really go wrong in that area. I think if I got a cream or a soap, I'd be happy. So I think that's okay to, to do that as well. And finally, have they mentioned anything that they were looking to get? Have they said, you know, as previously mentioned, man, I've been looking for that, for that brush, man. I've been looking for this palette and brush or I've been looking for this uh, you know, declaration brush for a while or the soap or something like that or I really wanted a, a rubber set 400 you know or something like that have they mentioned that have they mentioned that they were on the on the prowl for anything so those are it's a good way to get started now of course we're in december and it's probably too late to get into into any of this right because uh, it's you know by the time it ships and you find it it's going to be maybe too late for christmas but this is good for next year or for birthdays or something all right, so, but or for the future, uh, phoning a friend, this is the best thing you can do, and it, it will take a little bit of um, research and kind of like Facebook or message creeping or something like that. Know if your friend, if your if your the recipient has wet shaving friends. Example, I have wet shaving friends in the business in the industry. You know, I talk to people all the time. If my wife would have messaged them saying what to get my husband for Christmas, they would probably nail it right on the head. Hey, he's been looking for this. Here's a link. Go buy this. He'll be happy with it, right? That is, this is probably the single most best thing you can do. Know who they're hanging out with. Know what they love. And then contact their friend to see exactly what they want. I guarantee you this has happened in the past for me. They'll send you the link of exactly where to go or the, or at least a website and you can go there and you can go and get the right gift and they can get a perfect gift. Shows a lot of thought, a lot of effort put into it. So I think that's a great step and an awesome part of um, of this whole thing is just getting to know somebody, some of their friends. There's nothing creepy about sending a message out to a friend for a gift to get your husband or or, or wife or anything, or, you know, significant other of that way. 
even going as far as contacting the artisan or vendor that they frequently use. Remember, we went through their stuff, right? Again, probably don't want to do that too often with everything, but just glancing, seeing what kind of vendors they use, and then contacting the vendor. If it's Barrister and Man, if it's Phoenix Artisan Accoutrements, if it's a smaller vendor, you know, artisan like that, I guarantee you, I bet that if you called up Uncle John tomorrow and you saw my 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 purchase history and say, hey, my husband's this and that, Joe Borelli, and I need to get him a good soap. He'll say, well, he loves this scent because he's purchased this for me twice or three times. Let me tell you, I think this will be great, right? They know you. They know the recipient. They know that we've purchased stuff from them before. If if you, you see that, or just simply ask them, what do you have that's new coming out? What's really good, right? There's a good chance that some of those artisans will be able to help you out. And if not, they can at least tell you the purchase history so you can get an idea of what they love. So I think that's a great idea. I think that's, I've actually done that for a friend before and it's worked out really well. Again, it's different for me because I've been doing this forever and I know a lot of them and I know how to contact them and I have, you know, I guess maybe the confidence to do so. But if you're, you know, looking for that perfect wet shaving gift, this is the way to do it. Get to, get to know a friend or a vendor and just contact them and find out what that per, what that person loves. And then finally, just simply ask, say, hey, anything you're looking for. Now, I know a lot of gift giving, most of it, 99% of it is the thought that counts. You know, simply asking, hey, what are you looking for? You know, what, is there anything you want? Do you want anything for wet shaving? They might say, well, no, I'm not, I'm pretty set. You know, I don't really need anything. Or, you know, no, I was really looking at this, this razor, but, you know, I understand I can't get it right now. You know, I did, I've been, you know, the budget's a little high. And there you go. Put that in your notes and you're good to go. So, uh, really, the key thing is understand what the person looks, right? What they already have, what they've already, you know, what what style of stuff they use, vintage, modern, what sense they like. Phone a friend, you know, find out a friend of theirs or somebody that they talk to about wet shaving and find out what they really love. Contact an artisan or vendor uh, that they frequent quite often and find out what they like. And then just simply ask them. And simply ask them what they want for Christmas or, or what they're looking to get. A couple things that I the do not section of this would be do not just purchase a kit at stores like Walmart or Marshalls. Uh, the True Wet Shaver, even the beginner, has probably tried anything they could find in a brick-and-mortar store. I can tell you from personal experience, I've bought everything off the shelf to try it when I first started out. And, they're pro- and, you know, and it's going to end up kind of collecting dust in a collection, right? So don't just go out there and impulsively buy something. And if you're in the, at that point, you don't have enough time to do so. I recommend either finding a brick and mortar store that sells classic wet shaving stuff. Example, if you're in California, hit up West Coast Shaving. If you're in Arizona, go to um, Rex Emporium, right? Razor Emporium, sorry. If you're in certain, you know, New York, go to Pastures. If you're in those areas, unfortunately, not all of us have that ability to do so. So uh, if you're closer, go to the stores and then and then purchase the vendors. But just don't go to like stores like Marshalls and stuff with those kits. Those are usually really cheap stuff. And yeah, it's a nice novelty gift. And I think, you know, the beginner whichever would appreciate it. But I mean, honestly, uh, I would probably stay away from that. All right. So I hope this helps you with the, getting the perfect gift giving, uh, get, excuse me, the perfect gift, wet shaving gift for the experienced and beginner wet shaver. And, uh, well, this is also works great with birthdays and with anything gifts, you know, as well. Moving right along to vintage wet shaving 
commercials. This is one of my favorite parts of the holiday season. I put in a link and a picture, but there's a lot of them. Just search vintage wet shaving pictures. And this is something that I think that for next year, I'm surprised I haven't done this. I'm going to like decorate my shave den with, with, with this kind of stuff. So I'm going to print some of this out, buy some prints, print them out in color, and then I think I'm going to make up a little setup. Because uh, one, wet shaving in the past, Q4, which is October till till January, is usually the biggest year for Gillette and all of them. That's why a lot of the, the, the items that we have have fours on the back, right? Q4, they were made in fourth quarter. You know, and uh, the new stuff usually was released then as well. So, I mean, you're looking at the Gillette toggle. This always comes to mind. And I always use my Gillette toggle in December, and I always use it on Christmas Day. I never use another razor on Christmas Day except my Gillette toggle, at least since I've owned it. Because I feel like on Christmas Day, how many how many people received this razor back in the 60s, 50s and 60s, right? And said, wow, this is my gift. You know, this is what somebody got me that they saw in a department store. They paid a lot of money for it because it was five bucks back then. And they got them this razor for Christmas. And they how many people used it or how many people just threw it in a, in a, in a drawer and why we have so many of them, right? So I think that's what... Uh, what really what, what the holidays mean to me is just like looking at these commercials and, and these old ads and just seeing how much they put into them because it was so big back then on buying gifts and not having Amazon, you know, just at your, at your fingertips, having to order through catalogs and stuff. Or, you know, even the Sears catalog back then, that was the original Amazon, right? Ordering your razor and stuff for that and having to wait a few week, uh, a week to get it, sending a check and then having to wait and, and all that stuff. But that's kind of... Um, what this kind of would remember. So I like to take a step back, especially on Christmas day and use a jet toggle before I go out to my, um, my festivities and just enjoy like what, how many men or how many women, whoever many people received that razor on Christmas day and unused it for the first time. And so, wow, this is awesome. You know, or, oh, wow, this sucked, you know, or either or right. So, uh, I, I, that's kind of what nostalgia, I always bring this up. I did put in a, a link to a, a really cool, Christmas commercial from Gillette uh, regarding the couple of the razors they had a lot of rare razors in that in that commercial you've seen it before it's it's pretty pretty well seen but I, I love it so that's right guys it's time for wet vintage wet shaving holiday commercials and get them going and post them up and and have them in your shave den decorate for the holidays because it's a that that makes it just a little bit more fun and finally, a couple of Christmas soaps that I wanted to talk to you guys about. I have two really great Christmas soaps that I love, and I wanted to share them with you. I think um, Wet the Face Christmas Time, one of my favorites. I use it every year. I have two of them. I've been u- I, I actually lock it up, and I use it only the month of December. That's it. And I never and I don't use it any other time. I use it it's starting December first, and I'll use it up until. And that's my usually my Christmas Day soap. I love that scent. I know um, uh, Phoenix Arson Accoutrements has a great one that just came out. I think it's Krampus or something like that. That's a really good Christmas soap. I, I, I enjoy that one as well. And then I also enjoy A Holy Black Christmas Eve, which is another one that I use quite often. Uh, the guys over at Holy Black are, you know, Stefan, uh, the owner, or, or St- I'm sorry, Stefan, the owner, is kind of, I, I kind of can relate to him because he grew up similar to the way I did. He's an Italian American as I am and also grew up in New York to that type of family. So I see like his, his background and stuff is very similar to mine. So that's why when I see his stuff come out he talk, he's talking about, 
you know, the families and stuff like that. I can relate to them. So this scent kind of relates to my family as well because it kind of it does smell very similar to what a Christmas Eve at my home would be growing up with my grandparents and my parents and stuff. And also, um, you know, the, the Christmas cookie tin that he came out with a few years ago. I got one of those because I could tell you right now that my grandparents had that every year. And they also used it for sewing stuff too as well. I mean, I don't know. I think that was just a typical thing for the 1980s, 90s is that you ate those cookies in the, in the, during for Christmas and they used it for sewing stuff afterwards. It was always used as a sewing tin or put nuts and bolts in there or something. So I thought that was pretty funny. So those are my uh, those are my all time three favorite soaps or scents for Christmas. I use them quite often, even though there's so many out there. Uh, and I'm gonna definitely try more because I, I actually really do love the winter winter scented stuff. All right, guys, that concludes the show for this week. Uh, again, sorry for the hiatus. It's been uh, it's been one one uh, one ride this year. I could tell you that one one heck of a ride. Uh, 2022 especially the end half work and everything at home you know a very very uh, uh not difficult year i guess busy year for me uh but everything getting back to normal going to be slow in january so i'll get back to uh, for myself getting back into the writing and podcasting and all that stuff so hopefully i uh, get back to the fun stuff again because i tell you i've been doing this for what 11 years now 12 years wet shaving hasn't gotten old yet still enjoying it so all right, so don't forget our show is powered by Sharpologist.com, what your father didn't teach you about shaving. All right, our, our next show will be on the 2nd of January of 2023. Can't believe it. Until then, guys, shave straight and shave safe. Bye-bye now.